Oh, shit. What's going on, all you teenage Frankensteins out there? Fat Samurai Guy is here with my homie Cryptic Soul, who made this happen. That's right, representing real hip-hop and horror movies. We got two legends here in the house. Tom McLaughlin, that's right, the director. Friday 13th, part six, Jason Lives. And we have... The man himself, Jason Voorhees himself, oh, C.J. Graham. That's right. You, got, you can't just say C.J. Graham. You got to say Graham. You got to flex with it. You got to be badass. And oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Somebody oh, shit. else is here. Somebody else is here. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. Oh. <laughs> oh. Huh. Tom Matthews. <laughs> Tommy. Does the wife know you're here, guys? Does the wife know you're here? <laughs> holy shit it's Jar- tommy jarvis tom matthews how you doing my friend i'm doing well oh it's an honor to have you here this is a big huge surprise we really appreciate you hanging out and stopping by and talking yes. movies this thank you for joining me a- tom yes yes wow this is unexpected this is awesome look we got the movie dojo army showing up right now everybody in chat showing up representing right now we got here we go we got asian movie enthusiast says Jason Lives is probably his favorite of the franchise. That's right. Wow. People loving the, showing the love already. They're already showing the love. We're about to start the fucking ruckus right here. But man, surprise. Mr. Matthews showing up. This is awesome. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it a little bit. All right. So let's rewind a little bit here. So we're we're, going to be, it's hard for me to be professional right now because I'm kind of fanboying, to be honest. <laughs> kind of fanboying out. I got the poster of the movie in the garage where I work out so I can get buff like CJ Graham. That's right. <laughs> got the box set. Got the fig, son. That's right. I don't give a fuck. I'm an old man. I don't give a shit. I got the fig. <laughs> That's right. Go. Jason on the inside. CJ right. Graham representing. That's right. Exactly. Love the soundtrack. I've got, got my chain as well just to represent, you know? We got to represent our love. Our love for the franchise, man. We got to love it. But... You know, as much as much love as we have for the franchise, part six is the best. I'm sorry. Part six, in in my opinion, well, actually, me and Jay's opinion, yeah, it I is don't. the most entertaining, thrill ride, fun, and you can, it's one of those movies you can watch pretty much every day. You can watch it every day. I'm not, I, and I'm not bullshitting. They're like, seriously, like, you know, the original you'll put on is like, well, this was great for its time. This was a you know, groundbreaking movie, and but you can't watch it every day. This movie, you can watch it every day. Well, and and uh, Samurai, but, that, that was actually my intention. I said, can I possibly make a film that you you just got to watch every day, like a drug? So I, I guess it worked. That's great. Man. Yes, yes, and we are addicted to that drug. That's right. <laughs> oh man, but but I gotta give my I gotta give a little, a little bit of love to my boy, Mr. Matthews here. That's right. My favorite zombie movie of all time, Return of the Living Dead, baby. Thank you. It's Return of the Living Dead, baby. Love it. That's right. I got to get a shout out to the man who's here to hang out with us. Still holds up. And again, another movie you can watch every day. Every day. Right? The greatest double feature of all time. Oh, man. This is a lot of fun. This is great. So, So, Tom... Let's see here. Before we before we get we're gonna we gonna build up to part six, baby. We're gonna build up to it. We gonna we gonna let's let's get a little suspense here. Tom, let's talk about I mean you've been in the business for a while here. I did not know you were in the black hole. Yeah, there I is. There you are right there, Star Captain. <laughs> so how was it working on the set of a, this Disney cult classic we got going here? 
Well, uh, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> upset anybody who's a major fan, but when oh, we were funny. making it, we were all going, why didn't Disney, you know, why, why did they not let George Lucas on the lot when he came here with Star Wars? You know, why are they now all these years later trying to do their, their Star Wars? Uh, right. Which of course is much darker. It's very different, but at the same time, we were still living in that whole energy of the of the Star Wars franchise. Um, so you know, we went in. Everybody you know did a great job. I was hired basically to choreograph the sentries and the humanoids in there. Nice. And then the director one day said, "We're going to write a part for you to do, and we're going to create a scene specifically for you to do." And that's where Captain Star came. So it was really you know quite quite a thrill, and it was great fun you know doing that with the little the robots and all that. Yeah. So, uh, me and a bunch of my friends who were still sentries, we hear they're going to remake it. So we're going to lobby, you know, bring back Captain Star, bring back the sentries. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, you know, another job fuck yeah. in a suit, why not? There you go. <laughs> there you go. And also, just for the horror fans out there, uh, just to give a shout out, we got One Dark Night. You also directed Sometimes They Come Back. Mm-hmm. And you did a little bit of episodes of uh, Friday the 13th, the series, and Freddy's Nightmares. Any stories about those uh, directing those series episodes? Well, real quick, um, much to my surprise, because I don't remember this thing, I've got a ton of fan mail today saying, you know, happy 30th for sometimes they come back. I guess, you know, sometimes they came back 30 <laughs> years ago when we made right. it. Um, and, you know, I had just done a movie for Dina De Laurentiis called Date with an Angel. Um, I saw how that the whole company. I auditioned for that, part. actually. Did you really? I did. <laughs> That's great. Oh, because that was Pam and uh, uh, Bas- Basker. Yeah, Fern, yeah. That's Pam Basker and Fern Champion, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and, your uh, overall, your overall thoughts of the Friday Thirteenth series. Me. Yeah, Tom. Oh, sorry. okay. All right. <laughs> Jumped off of Stephen King into that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the the series. Uh, Again, being absolutely honest, I only saw part one, the, the original, which I thought right. was great. Um, I'm a huge Halloween fan. I was nice. fortunate enough to see that right. first day on Hollywood Boulevard with Yahoo crowd. So, I mean, it was a religious experience. I mean, you've never seen people jump out of their seats and, you know, have a great time other than The Exorcist, which was a whole different reaction with people throwing up, passing out, you know, but those... Those were the two like granddaddies, you know, of, of, the, of the genre. So when I was asked to do this, I literally had to go back and, you know, look at all of them, you know, right. to try to get some sense of where the genre went and if I could pull something together that was fresh uh, out of that. So I, I tried to, you know, do the mythology the best I could, put a sense of humor to the whole proceeding That's and fortunate awesome. to hire really good actors, um, both uh Obviously, our Jason and the cast, you know, headed by Tom. I was looking for people that were immediately likable and, you know, that you would hopefully be rooting for and don't want to see them die. And yeah. I'm very fortunate. That Which way. is a rare thing in the genre sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, you can't, when is the slasher guy going to kill this person? I can't stand this person. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I sat in too many theaters with, dude, kill the bitch. Kill the bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to make one of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, Matthew's, he was here below me. Uh, did such a great job, my friend. You you, you knocked it out of the park in the movie. Oh, Good. thank you. Thank yeah, you. and we we did root for you. You know, we were like, "Come on, Jarvis." Well, you know, you know, the character is the character. It depends on a lot about how it's written, and that was the you know Tom wrote him that way. So uh, yeah, 
kudos to that and the relationships and you know you, you're rooting for both Megan and Tommy to get just a little bit of romance going on so you wanted that to kind of continue and stuff yeah. like that so yeah and uh, you're the, the way Tom directed both of you yeah <laughs> I love the prison yeah. scene where you guys are like all right let's yeah. think like of a way to break out right? yeah yeah, yeah you guys had to make made out a little bit and then you're like oh shit we're actually making out this is nice <laughs> Then you used your wits to break out. The whole movie I actually, was brilliant. I actually tried to rehearse that scene before we shot it. I tried to rehearse that scene with her before we shot it a couple of days uh-huh. before she wanted nothing to do with that. <laughs> like, well, you oh, get we one can take. do that, Tom. <laughs> you get one take. That's it. Uh, but, yeah, I know you. Uh, the other Tom... We're, gonna, we're the director Tom. I'll do that. The way we, the, both of you won't answer at the same time. But director Tom... Going back and uh, and revisiting all those other movies to prepare you for this one, uh, which it's awesome that you did you you did your research because a lot of some, a lot of directors they don't like oh, I don't really care about this franchise but I need work fuck it right so it's nice to see really I don't think he really did any I mean that was his life I mean he knows you know he loves the horror genre there's no research involved it was just he brought these elements that he's always been living with his whole life and it's because he's a, a true horror fan and 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 just loves the genre genre. so and it's yeah i agree and it shows on it shows on screen so how does it feel uh director tom (laughs) how does it feel to be the man responsible for not just literally (laughs) raising jason back up from the dead but literally bringing the franchise back to life at the same time because the fourth one that was the final chapter. They they said this is it. I know the fifth one was a disgrace and completely buried the franchise, in my opinion. I know there's fans of it out there. That's fine. You can be yeah. fans. We can all be friends here. Uh, but it, it it is shit. But anyway, six <laughs> <laughs> part six brought so much life. You kind of saved the franchise. You know did did you expect that, no. or you were just you know what? I'm just trying to make a good kick ass movie. Yeah, I, that, I mean, and the key word, what you just said, is movie. I didn't go out to make a slasher film. I wanted to make a movie. I wanted Tom Matthews' character, Tommy Jarvis, to have an agenda, you know, from the beginning, yeah. what he wanted to see and make sure the guy was burnt, gone, crisp, over, and, you know, circumstances, divine intervention, whatever, you, you know, satanic intervention, whatever. He yeah. fucked up and he spent the rest of the film trying to fix the problem that he created. Yeah. And the same yeah. thing with Jason. I wanted to give Jason the agenda, which is all the great monsters, Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, all lamented that they would love to be dead. It was so nice to be dead. And I kind of took that same thing with Jason. I thought, he's peaceful. He doesn't have to go through all this shit he's gone through. He's not the deformed kid that got teased his whole childhood. And then this asshole comes and brings him back to life. <laughs> so this dude's going down. And anybody in my way is going down, too. So, yeah. you know, that all building to this climax where, you know, basically it looked like he had drowned Tommy. And then Megan steps in, you know, ends up, you know, luckily chopping up his neck. Yeah. Not yeah. Killing him. And then, you know, the little mouth to mouth on Tom Matthews and right. he's back in business. And so it, it was, you know, it tried, I tried to have like an arc with it um, and also have, as I said, a sense of humor. <sighs> Yes, um, you know, and I love proceedings. it. And, and I love screwball comedies and like the jail scene that you yeah. brought up. That was yeah. all stuff from like the 30s and 40s character pieces. And these guys could yeah. pull it off. And that was what's so great. Certain actors can't can't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got chat right here saying, uh, 
For people still doubting which is the best in the series, the six has the best script, best direction, best production value, and best acting. It even has a sense of humor and cool homages. Look at that. The fans know. They know what's going on. They know what's up, representing, showing up. Thanks again for watching today, guys. You guys rock. Uh, But, yeah, let's talk to the man a little bit there. JC. I mean, uh, Graham, Jason Voorhees. Brother, how did you get into the business? And uh, how did you get the gig? How did you get the part? I uh, I owe I owe everything to Tom McLaughlin. To be quite honest, uh, you know I was uh, second choice, which is fine. I never considered myself even part of the genre uh, until Tom gave me a shot, and um, things didn't work out for the person that took the part at, with the first dailies that came back and got a call back from uh, Frank Mancuso Jr.'s office. And uh, three four days later, I was down in Covington, Georgia, working with Tom. Uh, Matthews and Tom McLaughlin, and to this day, I'm still humbly grateful for being allowed to. I mean, Tommy Matthews has got a resume as long as my arm, and uh, 35 years later, um, have the pleasure of seeing him periodically at conventions, and uh, his wife Carla, and of course Tom, you know uh, McLaughlin. Uh, the pleasure of the same thing uh, when I get a chance to go to Los, Los Angeles, I see him. But um, if they hadn't given me a chance and believed in me. Uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation three decades later. So, you know, I always tell Tom, thank you very much. Nice, nice. I know you mentioned uh, the first guy didn't work out. Is, is this the gentleman right here? All the paintball sequences, right? Oh, that's CJ there. That's me and that Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, but the earlier... I love this scene, by the way. <laughs> I love this scene. <laughs> Just totally yeah, ripped uh, that guy's arm off. It was great. Well, the, the, the only reason, to be honest, that CJ was in second position is because he was not a stunt coordinator. This uh, guy, Dan Bradley, was. So for okay. the production people, it was a two for one. Yeah, you'll be Jason and you'll make you know make sure all the stunts are safe and he'll do them himself. Right, so when right. it didn't work out, then it was like, okay, fuck it. We're going to take the guy that really is a great Jason. We're going to bring in yeah. a, guy, a stunt coordinator. And, and here, you know, CJ was doing all these stunts himself, which was just, you know, awesome. So, yeah, it, it, you know, it really worked out to our benefit. Nice. CJ, were you okay when the, uh, was it Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter hit you upside the head with the shovel? That was a hard yeah. hit, man. Were you, you know, all right be, there? To be honest, you know, I didn't get hurt. I mean, uh, Tom Matthews and I, we fought like cat and dog uh, around that fire in that boat and underwater, but the only time I got a headache or saw stars was when he hit me with the shovel, and the object was he was told by Michael Nomad and Tom and by me, Go for it. I mean, the harder you hit, you know, the less impact I'm going to feel because it will break better. And, I, you know, there were some stars. I mean, they didn't fall down, but right, I still right, remember right. that hit. <laughs> that was it because I just rewatched it today, you know, and I was just like, dude, it's like, what? like right in the back of the head. Of you course, did you did a were... good job. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, since you really can't see my eyes or, you know, you can't see anything <laughs> rolling around in my head. uh it's the only thing I still remember because I get questions was I did I get hurt? Did I injury? And, and honestly, that's the only time I really took a whack where I felt it at the time. And within a few minutes, I had a, you know, a little bit of a headache maybe. But otherwise, you know, the fights that Tom Matthews and I did and the other ones that we did with stunts, yeah, um, I was pretty comfortable going through doors and walls and, you know, yeah. lighting myself on fire was, you know, the, the, the one thing about being hooked up in a cable and just waiting for the PSIs to pull you back was of experience. Uh, but you don't know what you're going to get, so you don't know what to expect. So when the cable 
you know, pulled you or jerked you. It was just airborne. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. let your body go. I still remember Michael Nomad saying, just let your body go, go limp. And right. he was 100% right. So, you know, he kept me uh, alive and he kept me pretty clean without bruises and any injuries. No, no, no. Sorry, Tom. Go, go ahead. I was going to say that that's that's when CJ you got shot by with the sheriff the shotgun that right backwards yeah and they put me in the cable and I and they gave yeah. me a couple of pulls just to get an idea um, and then they set it for the right PSI for the, the jerk back um, again you know me working with Tom Matthews I mean 96 percent of those stunts Tom Tommy was underwater most of the time doing all the fight scenes with me yeah. and breathing off the regulators and then uh, at one point. Michael Nomad came in for a couple different things, but most, almost all of it was Tom Matthews down there, you know, uh, give or take 20 feet underwater, breathing off regulators. Man, but, but yeah, that whole finale uh, action sequence with the, with the flames sur- surrounding the boat and you guys are fighting and you're fighting underwater. Like that was pretty, pretty intense. Pretty awesome. Uh, Mr. Matthews, how, 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 did you get nervous at any point? <laughs> are you like, uh, are you like, fuck it? Yeah. Look at that. That's Mike Nomad right there, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the stunt. I just, just want to show the stunt. I just want to show some of the craziness. Yeah. So, so, so that was in uh, Tom's uh, swimming pool, right? The... No, no, that that is actually USC. Their, oh, their okay. uh, Olympic pool. There. The only thing that was actually in my swimming pool is when we chopped up his neck, because you know, we couldn't put all that gook in USC's pool. But my dad okay. was like, "Sure, come on down, make a movie in my backyard," you know. Because you were a USC film student as well, so this was all very cool for right. him. <laughs> cool. Uh, were you nervous at all, though, Mr. Matthews? Uh, no, I wasn't really. I mean, you know, it was pretty well controlled. We were in a big pool in, in uh, City of Industry, uh, CJ and my stuff. Um, the pool was pretty warm, and, you know, we just took direction, and the guys, you know, the scuba guys were very really professional, and we had our own... Uh, oxygen uh lines and stuff so whenever you want to water you just pounded your chest i mean oxygen you just oh, hit your right. chest and they would come over and you'd hold your breath <clears throat> nice so, so it's all safe everybody everybody was good to go nice that's pretty cool well as safe uh, as it could be yeah I mean, yeah safe as it could be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh give me, give me a little bit more love to cj there boom son hell cop <laughs> yeah, I, I you were literally the best part of this movie in Highway to Hell. <laughs> this this design and this 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 character of the Hell Cop with the badass. I mean, he's a cop from Hell. Come on, how cool? How, how how much cooler do you need to get here? And I loved your car in there, so I just wanted to give you a little shout out there that I did enjoy your character in that movie. But yeah, but yeah let's, there's, a, let's there's an actor out there named Ben Stiller. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's got about six seconds in it. Yeah, in the beginning, oh, I got really? the diner, right? Yeah, yeah. His, mom, his mom and dad are in it, bless their hearts, and his sister. But Ben yeah. has about six seconds cooking eggs and bacon on the sidewalk in hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty funny. But yeah, the Hellcop, man, if they ever make an action figure statue of that, I'd probably pick that up too. But yeah, I loved you in that, in that role. But let's talk a little bit about this here. So was this a fan film you guys are, you made, or what's going on with The Vengeance here? Uh, Tom, you want to right. comment um, on that? Yeah, I got a I got a phone call from these guys and they said, look, you know, we're huge, huge fans of, of Friday the 13th. And we want to know if we can have your permission to do what you didn't get a chance to do, which is the story of Jason's father. 
And I said, yeah, man, go for it. Because, yeah, it was was only a function that Frank Mancuso Jr. was terrified that if we left the the audience with a sense that the next one might be Jason's dad and not Jason because the end of five was, is it going to be Tommy Jarvis? And holy shit, that wasn't Jason? That he wanted to, you know, make sure nobody questioned it, that we went out, you know, on Jason and completely kind of, you know, pushed aside the father thing. So these guys wanted to do that. I said, yeah, that would be great. And then I find out CJ's going to play the role. And I went, oh, that's perfect. That's great. And then they said, you want to play the caretaker and be in the first scene with him? And I go, I'm there. (laughs) Get me a plane ticket. I'm there. So, yeah, it was a a thrill. I mean, that to be that was it for me really was just being able to do that scene with CJ. Um, And then the rest of it, they just did, you know, what they wanted. They made gore effects that you couldn't get, you know, even a triple X. I mean, they had stuff. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. They really, they really went for it. And is that something we can watch now or is that still coming? Well, vengeance, vengeance one is out. You can pick it up through and then YouTube of course has picked on it. Uh, okay. But that's why I'm growing the beard right now. I've got about another five, six weeks before I shoot for a week or two to play uh, Vengeance 2, which I'll be playing yeah. Jason's father, Elias Voorhees, yes. uh, in Bloodlines. Um, so that's why I got all this silver stuff going on right now. Um, see, Tom Matthews thought I was trying to uh, infringe on George Clooney. But <laughs> it's not. It's me, brother. It's me, brother. <laughs> so, so director tom i mean uh would you be a part of uh the second movie uh uh the vengeance i don't know I, uh possibly i mean i have to see the script i don't know i mean I'm sure it's already written and everything and they're ready, ready they're gearing up and i'm sure it's already cast but well, you i wasn't i was in part one actually my photograph yeah uh and tom don't i mean tom also you know worked on in you know I me. Mean, I I really believe in just everybody getting credit well due. I, I'm not a independent. I mean, Tom Matthews, to be fair, was part of a a film, a fan film that was very successful. Never hike alone. Yeah, that was um, good. Which, that yeah, was really that was good. good. That was good. So I, I mean, to be fair, there's been a couple, three um, very strong films out there that have been put together by fan films. But at the same time, the quality of workmanship and and the the stuff that Tom McLaughlin was talking about when it comes to special effects. Uh, I myself, you know, don't have the skill set, but to sit back and watch the quality of what they've done in quote unquote a fan film in comparison to the VHSs and what was done back in the 80s, they, they're really nice. They really are. They do a real good job yeah. of holding them down. And, the, bar, the bar now is really high. For yeah. Because yeah. with Vengeance and Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow, which is a 28. Are we going to get any more, Tommy, in that series? And Tom Matthews, he's talking to you, buddy. Yeah. So we'll do this. Tommy cool. and Tom. <laughs> How's yeah. that? <laughs> Director Tom is Tom, and then <laughs> Matthews is Tommy. How's that? We'll do that. Uh, Tommy, are we going to get any more of the Never Hike Alone uh, short films, fan films? Are we going to continue that? Yeah, we're going to uh, make any more. I uh, uh, yeah, another, it'll be a, a another short. We're trying to put together probably four. The big uh, right, direct nice. continuation of uh, Never Hike, uh, Never Hike Alone. Well, it's called Never Hike Again. Nice. So yeah, because that last one was so. Well, yeah, sure. gotcha, gotcha. That last one you were yeah, they, really they good. Yeah, they did an incredible job. Yeah. Yeah. And then the clip hang, you were like, no. In, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vincent's a very good 
Yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah. really good. He, he really puts a lot of class and and heart, and you know, he knows this stuff, you know, far better than all of us combined. I mean, it's amazing how knowledgeable he is of the whole franchise and and horror stuff. It's 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 great. Yeah, chat's talking over here. They, they're they, they're loving the Never Hawk Alone uh, series, but they were asking earlier. Um, uh, Graham, Mr. Graham, they were asking earlier, they are like, we can get more vengeance. <laughs> That's yeah, and, and, you know, the shoot is going, and, and, and Tom Matthews is correct. Uh, you know, I, I personally speaking, I know damn well they'd make a slot for him if he was able. Um, I know sometimes when you're committed to other projects, it, it's kind of a thin line that he's got to operate around. But, you know, I've heard his name come up a few times that they wish they, they could incorporate, you know, Tom Matthews because Tommy Jarvis is kind of the hero of all Friday the 13th because of his, yeah. uh, the way he handled himself and still is alive to this day. But yeah, the, the part two bloodlines, it's more of a continuance. Um, the way I understand the script looks say about 35% of it is directly focused on Elias Voorhees. So there's kind of a back and forth, uh, to give you an idea of the bloodline, the DNA. And as actually, as Tom McLaughlin put it, how he kind of possibly envisioned Elias Voorhees, you know, tiptoeing in the backside, so to speak, of Jason Voorhees. Gotcha, gotcha. That's all. Yeah, I, you know, the thing that Vengeance has to do is I think they're waiting for that day when they can actually get Tom Matthews because this next movie, just like the first one, the daughters are there and it's like, wait, there's dad's car. Wait a minute, where's dad? Oh, shit. And then they get in trouble and they never get to Tommy Jarvis. You know, he's still right. out there someplace, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, are we going to see him at the end of this one? So they're they're sort of dangling this carrot. So uh, you know, and I don't know, you know, what they have planned for the payoff of all this, but it, it's certainly yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and my wife, you know, we we both love the Jarvis character, and she's a huge fan of Return of the Living Dead. Also, there. So, uh, so <laughs> but she was like, talk. "No, we got to see the rest." But yeah, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, so Director Tom, uh, can you give us a little bit more of uh, insight on your Jason Never Dies? Ah, okay. Um, yeah, it, it took me 32 years, I guess, to finally come up with something that I thought was different enough and um, didn't go off to, you know, Jason Goes to Mars or Jason Goes to Heaven or Jason <laughs> Goes to, you know, Cincinnati. Yeah, no, I wanted to still keep it at Crystal Lake, but I wanted to twist it a bit. And also the whole notion of, you know, doing a Friday the 13th in the winter, uh, you know, in the snow and stuff. You know, Vincent got there ahead of me. When he actually sat down one day and started talking, it was like, oh, shit, you've written one of those two? And it's <laughs> we both literally were doing it at the same time completely unaware. And there's been other discussions about doing the thing with Jason in the snow. But I decided to kind of you know, literally put it into a very specific thing, which is a Thanksgiving Day retreat with all Catholic girls, teenage badass girls, and one nun who has to, you know, keep them in tow. So it starts with her sort of being, you know, the the, the, the wicked one, and these girls being, you know, as nasty as they can be, and they do some shit to her that's pretty incredible. But meanwhile, Jason, you know, resurrects 13 years later from when, I put him down, so it's sort of a, like a direct sequel to mine. Nice. There's shit in it that if you saw the first one, you go, "Oh, that's what that's that's what he was leading to." If he didn't, you, it still works. But I wanted to put something in there for the fans, so there would be a sense of continuous for something that I'd set up in, in Jason Lives. So yeah, it's um, 
you know, I wrote it with CJ in mind. I don't figure out, I don't know how I'd ever figure out anybody else other than him doing it. <clears throat> and I tried yes. to find stuff that were new types of kills that still, you know, were intense, but kind of different because of the circumstances that they're, you know, that they're in with the snow and all that. Um, and then the one thing I, I wanted to do is something that hasn't been done, which is a chase across Crystal Lake. So that the girls Ooh. like, you know, like trying to go. And of course, he's just steady as can be, you know, coming yeah, yeah. You know, towards her. So I just thought that that visual of seeing a frozen Crystal Lake and somebody trying to escape Jason on the lake. Um, you yeah. Know, so yeah, I'm, I'm digging it already. I'm already. Can I can I buy the ticket? Can I <laughs> we the, haven't the, seen the, Jason the we could be skating yeah. across my crystal. <laughs> I'm down for that. I pay to see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, no, so, so with uh, with Toby Jarvis, like, be making a guest appearance. Sorry. Would Toby Jarvis be making a guest appearance? I don't. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, at the moment, it's it's all women and CJ. Which I'm sure he'll love, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> it was sort of that thing of going for people who never heard of Jason before, you know, 13 years later, and coming to literally the camp that's across directly across from Crystal Lake, uh, or Camp Crystal Lake. So I was trying to in in mind the original my Friday Jason lives. Everybody was very savvy about oh that's Jason. You know, we're gonna play this card game about Jason. Oh, what if that's Jason? You know. So they all were aware this these group of girls don't have a clue. You know, they've come in from another state and this is all like, who the fuck is this and what the hell is going on? So it's a, a kind of different circumstance. Nice. I, I, and this is meant to be set in 1999, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 13 years later from, from uh, Jason Lips, right? Yeah. Yeah, guys, don't try to do the timeline on these movies. I mean, I've, there's so many <laughs> theories about when this happened and that happened. And yeah. when they're writing them, and I was the same way, I didn't think about any of that because from part one to part two, it's like, wait a minute. You know, did, did this just happened. You know, I mean, he's a big guy in, in the elephant man head mask. Thing. Um, and, you know, it, from that point on, everybody just sort of created their own version of this and i just went in saying you know this is 1986 you know this is the way they dressed this is the music we were really fortunate alice you know stepped up to the plate and gave us three songs i mean so yeah i mean it's really mid mid 80s film nice nice you know, tom i i thought about you today tom mclaughlin i was uh moving hay in the barn and Perfect. you may or may not know but there's these actual hooks that you grab to grab both sides of a bale of hay. Yeah. And when I dropped the hay, I looked at these hooks and I thought, man, these are a great weapon. Yep. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. You're this absolutely is a right. great weapon. Hint, hint. Yeah. No, I, I was shocked. <laughs> I looked at them and I thought, wow. I, you know, it's like you said, it's like grabbing ice with them almost. But I, it was, I looked at them and wow, this is, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a I, I actually have something that's very close to that. Um, oh, that, that, that's in there. Um, but, okay, you know, well, it's, it, you're you're in the exact ballpark. See, you guys, he's taught me a lot. I do pay attention to Tom Matthews <laughs> and Tom McLaughlin over the years. <laughs> they are the experts. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm just the talent stepping into my job, as they say. You know, move forward and take that heel, boy. That's it. <laughs> love it. Great love minds it. think alike. <laughs> I, I got to uh, tell you guys something. Today I've learned something that I never knew in 35 years. 
that, you know, CJ saw stars when that thing hit. He's never shared that with me. Oh, I've never wow. heard that. I, I, you know, again, that's the kind of guy he is. It's like, you know, nope, that was fine. Uh, but I, I know what that's like because I've had like a, one of those sugar bottles broke over my head. And I'm yeah. like, don't worry, it just smashes. Well, I got hit with the end of it. And oh. same thing. I mean, I literally saw fucking stars. And oh. I was like, please don't pass out. Please don't pass out. <laughs> Somebody asked me recently in a panel, and I had to think about it because, I, I, you know, I don't remember anything. And, you know, sometimes things just pop into your memory going, you know, I remember the, the dots, stars, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. I remember the dots. I remember having a headache, and it, it dawned on me that he really whacked me good. <laughs> he, oh, just, he did, he did it, exactly what, what he was told to do. Hit yeah. me was full that, board, was, let it, it go. was there like a pad on the back to to soften the blow? No, that was my head. Straight <laughs> <Great> head. <laughs> that was the maybe what one inch foam tongue. Yeah, if that, yeah, you know, wow. in the in the hooding, that was <laughs> that was my padding. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, the handle's balsa wood. So in theory, you know, when you hit, it should just snap. But if you hit hard, that that whatever that shovel part was made of, it can hurt, you know. It'll right. break, but it can hurt on the impact. Uh, speaking of stunts, since we're on that topic, the car chases and, 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 you know, the car stunts that were in this movie, any close calls or the, those uh, ran pretty smooth? Those yeah, those ran very nice, smooth. Yeah, nice. I mean, we we weren't. I, I I didn't know. I going in doing car chases, underwater fights, all the stuff that you know, having children in there. I mean, I did every taboo you could possibly do in a super low budget film, but managed to you know pull it all off. And the only thing I thought, well, what could I do different? How about a car chase with her in reverse? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. And then the the humor where you know she says, "Get down," and we know his head gets placed. <laughs> Um, so every guy's wet dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jarvis getting buried there—that was hilarious. That was really funny, especially when the when the dad, and the sheriff, seen it. And his head pops up. <laughs> He's like, "You motherfucker! Yeah. I'm putting your ass in jail. You're going to jail, damn it!" Mm-hmm. I don't believe in this Jason stuff. Oh, poor poor sheriff. Later, he got bent in half. Oh man, that was a great. How'd you do? Great, how'd you uh, do that? Yeah, effect? It's one of my favorite deaths in the whole franchise. How, how did you guys pull that I off? <laughs> well, well, first off, we had nine screenings for the motion picture rating board because they were out okay. to get any of the movies that fell in that category of, of you know, splatter film. And so they picked at things, you know, and, and I kept losing like the triple decapitation. You didn't get to see all the heads going. You didn't see the one cop when his head got squished. There was a piece of his brain that came up. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, you actually right. saw those heads go. And these right. guys were heartbroken when they saw the cut. But that yeah. was one of the ones they, they took out. But the thing they picked on more than anything else, the last thing that, that you know, we fought out at on the ninth screening was the sheriff being bent backwards. And I'm right. going, what the fuck? There's not a drop of blood in it. There's, you know, there's no weapon. It's just, you know, brute force that he's doing. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, it's cumulative. You know, it's like after all this, we get to this and that's like too much. But right. it, it's an old gag. I literally stole from myself. I did a, a comedy routine with Dick Van Dyke and Tommy Smothers in the mid seventies uh, called the Chiropractor. And there was a and Dick Van Dyke is on a chiropractor table. He falls off, and the chiropractor <laughs> Tommy Smothers keeps going, grabs him, and literally has his legs go past his head. And you know, and he's looking at us, you know, like a Warner Brothers yeah. cartoon. So I thought. Well, what if we did that so it was painful, you know? And that's that's kind of where that came from. It's a great gag. It was so easy to execute. And I was lucky enough to see it in dailies. And it just 
no music, no back breaking stuff. And it was just in its pure sense, just, just painful to watch even at that. <laughs> it's still, I mean, it still amazing. works though. You know the the cut that lasted for the film, but, but yeah. you know with the sheriff, getting, yeah. it still works. Yeah. It yeah. still works. Yeah. It's, a, and, it's uh, totally two cutaways. You know, one on Jason, one back on him. That's right. What ended up sacrificing. You got a fan question here, and uh, they're talking. They're, they're asking. Uh, Bo's asking. Uh, do you guys consider that the most memorable death scene in the film, the 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 sheriff backbreaking one, or is there another one you consider like better than that? Well, that's my favorite. For me, it's my favorite kill because there yeah. is no blood and guts. It's just pure power. So yeah. when I get asked my favorite kill, that is my favorite kill. And I think the part Tom may have not told you is that, you know, Tom may have created that, but there were two people involved in a hole. Mm-hmm. One guy leaning down in the hole with his head. The other person standing up with his ass against his back <laughs> and then pinned together to look like one person when they bent yeah. back. So there's two individuals making a really nice effect of power and oh, I, love it. I love it it was awesome yeah and the guys in all his legs go up as his just the time it was great yeah it's it's yeah. badass it's Pretty my sure. it's my favorite kill sure, yeah. in the film but there was uh, this hot four four foot girl that was actually down in that hole too that no, none of these guys know about but that was <laughs> the motivation and you know kept it going <laughs> here we go here we go right <laughs> uh, <in the> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Mrs. Voorhees, Ruby, for sending us these photos. We got some uh, uh, back, uh, excuse me, behind the scenes, exclusive photos here. So, CJ, if you want to talk over these, what's going on here during the filming of the of the film and movie we got going? On. That's just something that came from one of my uh, cameras that one of the people, the costume people, were doing for me. And it's we're getting ready to do the fight scene. That's me, and of course, that's uh, at that point is Tommy. Is that you or is that Michael? I can't really tell, to tell you the truth. Um, that's where what, I step into the back and light myself on fire and jump on him. Yeah. But up to that point, there's different takes. So that's there's some nice. of your, your safety divers standing around us and, you know, getting ready to, around the outside of the perimeter there, there is uh, copper tubing with, uh, I believe it's propane that they light yeah. to make it look like everything's on fire. Then I step into it with gel and just kind of ignite myself. Wow. Yeah. You know what? It does look like my back. Yeah, that's you. I'm pretty sure. My back. Isn't that, isn't that top, yeah. uh, Nomad down there, down front with the sleeve of the, the shirt? With the tank top? Yeah. yeah. That looks like his hair because he had that surfer hair. Yeah. Nice, nice. Get some more photos here. Exclusive photos. There you go. That was just me getting ready to go to set uh, when uh, Tom McLaughlin added about three more kills, if I recall, at Griffin Park. And that was me getting ready to go on set. And the only reason I remember that is because uh, Frank Mancuso Jr. was there, and he had this badass Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Oh, you remember geez. that? I had to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was going to check it out before I was going to set. And this is Christopher Swift, to be fair, full credit. Uh, the scene with the uh, maggots, that's Christopher's eye, not my eye. Oh. And he put all the makeup on himself, and uh, they did a, I believe it's called a second unit shot with the maggots, and then somebody was there with a little Q-tip doing the maggot wrangler. Yeah. Keeping the maggots out of his eye. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah those, ho- those Hollywood maggots get a little rancy after a while. You gotta- yeah, they like a lot of pay, dead bodies. You got you to control them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and yeah. they wanted a three-picture deal on top of it. Yes, exactly. Three-picture deal. And 
This just happens to be when we're doing the green screen uh, for the uh, James Bond opening that Tom put together. Oh, and uh, we were bored, so I was directing. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> Same thing, that's me getting makeup. That's uh, one of the other people putting some makeup on me. This is once we, we got past the uh, coffin scene, Megadhead, as Tom uh, would call me. <laughs> that's me taking a break. I'm I'm tired, you know? I mean... You know, Tom McLaughlin doesn't give you a chance to take a break. You just kind of <laughs> crash where you can at the moment. And yeah. when they call you, you see I got my machete right above me just in case. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to go to work. That's yeah. right. Love it. Same thing. That's us in the boat just kind of waiting. And that does look like uh, Michael Nomad to the left with the white around him. So I think that first shot that we saw was, in fact, uh, Tom Matthews. Nice, nice. It's awesome we get to see some of these behind the scene uh, photos never never seen before. That's really awesome. Yeah. So shout out to Ruby for giving us those. But yeah, yeah thank uh, you. great cast in this movie. Great cast. All everybody did great. Yeah. I don't were. think I cringed once with <laughs> someone's performance. Like everyone was really 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 good. And we had fun. I mean, I, I when people say, you know, of all the films you did, what was the most fun? And without a thought, it, it was this um because oh, wow. we were all kind of in and around the same ages. We were all down there on our own, uh, you know, just, you know, crazy location. It was six day week shoots all night, sleep all day. And I don't know, there wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a party atmosphere, but there certainly was a great spirit that, that the cast gave forth. And that of course affects the crew They're You know, they enjoy it as well when there's, you know, high energy on the set. And it, it really was a, you know, great experience. Awesome. Was there any uh, bad moments? The witch? Uh, was there any bad moments? Any bad moments? Um, God. Well, I, I mean, they they kept taking away my Steadicam days. They kept <laughs> taking away my crane days. Uh, the production manager, uh, Don Behrens, who had done Halloween and a lot of things, I didn't know he was going to get this big-ass bonus by bringing this thing under budget. Uh. Uh, <clears throat> so we came under quite a bit. So there was actually enough money left over to shoot three more kills when we got back here, which I didn't know. I was just like, oh, okay, what happened to it today? You know, when I lost a crane or something. Uh, you know, crazy. I got stuck in Atlanta and, uh, you know, I, and I just went, okay, fuck it. Another way to do it. And lots of times those things, those restrictions actually help the creative process. You got to yeah. come up with something else in the 11th hour. and. At the end of the day, it's like, is it about crane shots and steady cam? No, it's you know about the performances and what the yeah. story is and all that. But you know, as a director, you want all those you know those tools, you know, and those tricks. Yes. So when I first watched this for the first time, and this happens, the James Bond, <laughs> yeah. the James Bond opening, I was like, I, I, my mouth was gape, my eyes were were wide open, and I turned over. I turned over to look at my wife and I said, this is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is great. We got, we got a sense of humor in this one. All right. This is going to be a blast, a lot of fun. And after that, you know, it never let up on the fun or the comedy, but it did oh, have yeah. some fun scares. It did have some great, really oh, good cinematography. The opening and- sequence. Kicks ass! It's just amazing that you know the opening sequence. It's one of one of my favorite scenes. The whole it, sequence before the credit before the credits even roll. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, the whole cemetery. Yeah, it was good, yeah. great. And that was all built in some field. The production designer just you know figured out how to do this 
you know, gorgeous Gothic cemetery out in the middle of nowhere. So that, that it all has a, just a great atmosphere of like the classic old, you know, universal horror movies, which is what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in chat. I, I also tell people a lot of times, watch the movie, turn off the color, just watch it in black and white, because that was another goal. Is I wanted interesting to look great in black and white, the contrasts and stuff in yeah. it, and really kind of pushed, uh, you know, John Cranhouse, who was the cinematographer, to really do the light in that old fashioned way. So yeah. It, yeah, it really is like a whole different movie watching it that way. You know, it interesting. Feels, you know, I might have to do that. I have to try yeah. that. Uh, somebody in chat does watching. Uh, as they say, director Tommy looks like a rock star. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, baby. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, are you still performing music with your band? Yeah. I, uh, well, of course, not, if we've not been together in like a year and or maybe fourteen months because of all this stuff. Um, we had a tour of Texas and the states around Texas for last summer. We were supposed to finish the second half of our album. You know, we had all kinds of great gigs. Everything, of course, came to a screeching halt. Everybody went reclusive. And next week, we're going to have our first rehearsal, finally, you know, you know, nice. raising the dead, back from the dead once again, and see what happens. You know, we got a, a, you know, a couple of bookings that are, you know, kind of sitting out there. Everybody's yeah. kind of waiting to see uh, how many people are they going to let in. You know, most of the crew is, uh, yeah. most of the band is new, is, you know, again, kind of tentative. You know, yeah. not me. I, you know, it's yeah. like shit. Look at that shot. Look at that, look at those abs. Iggy <laughs> Pop. Iggy Pop, you got nothing, Iggy Pop. Retire, I just, Iggy. I did not, I did what, not what is that? What is that? A fifteen pack? You got a fifteen pack there. Look at that. That's from doing backbends on stage by doing you know, that just happened on its own. It's amazing. <laughs> I have one big gigantic ab. <laughs> That's all I have. Oh, but no, it's awesome. You're still doing music. I, 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 I don't look like that now. I trust you. After a year of you know hanging around writing scripts and shit. Yeah, but it's awesome that you're you're still going to do music. And that and, and Jay told me that you you teach music also. That's awesome. Oh, movies. I I, I have a film uh, film film courses this particular semester that we oh, have nice. on Zoom. So one's okay. film production and another is visual storytelling where yeah. I make these guys tell, make a film every week with their camera, you know, oh. which looks great, you know. Yeah, that's fun. That sounds like fun. Well, speaking yeah. of music, we have two artists here, technically. That's right. We got Cryptic Soul. That's right. And Director Tom. Well, collaboration maybe in the future. We'll see. There we go. It's, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And speaking yeah, of collabing, speaking of collabing, you collabed with CJ, didn't you, Jay? Uh, yeah, like, uh, I got CJ to, uh, guest appear on the second album, if you, uh, remember CJ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's still going ahead. I'm still recording the second album. So when everything is done, I'll get the album out to everyone here. And, uh, nice. yeah, let's enjoy. Rock and yeah. roll. Cool. Sounds like fun. All right. So let's get to the, when I was talking about cinematography, we, you know, we want to talk about music, which is fun. Cause I, I did want to highlight director Tom is a musician. But cinematography-wise, this has this shot here has to be the most badass shot in the history of all of the Friday the 13th movies. This is my favorite shot. I, I wish there was a poster of this. I would just hang up the poster. I don't even need to title the movie or nothing. Just this image right here. This is the one of the most badass. This is the badass most badass shot ever. Yeah. You're this right. is insane. Yeah. This is insane. 
CJ's looking like like the shit up there. He's just like the the man <laughs> behind yeah. the mask. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flames below. Now, was there a limited? Was this like totally destroyed after you just? Was this the exact same mobile trail mobile home? Yep, same one. Exact same and, one you used. And you know how close we were to not getting this shot. If you look at the background at the sky, the sun is coming up. Oh, um, I and see that. I mean, this was the last shot of the movie. You know, I had this vision. I'd drawn this thing out. I wanted this to be. And, you know, we spent so much time fiddle-fucking to make sure we didn't kill the stuntman on the stunt of the flying motorhome. Right, right, right. And that, you know, and we had like eight cameras on it. So whatever happened, we had some coverage of that. And then once it was like, great, he's alive, everything's okay. And then it was like, hurry, like crazy to get this shot. And CJ's attitude up there was oh, is so great. And just badass. that thing of... You know, it's like the caveman standing on top of the dinosaur to me. Yeah. Like, you know, I killed the beast. Yeah, this is just, I, I hope CJ has a picture of this in his house somewhere. Because <laughs> this is just amazing. This is really good. Yeah. Yeah, More proof that this is the best movie also. in the series. Hmm? <laughs> I said, this is proof. That oh. shot's proof is the best scene. The best in the series, bar none. Uh, but yeah, I love shots like that. Those are, those are, this is Iconic. Iconic. Uh, but yeah, there there he is. There's Mr. Matthews right there, impaling, That's doing his thing. But yeah, fantastic opening. This opening is really great, yeah. really really good. And you really went for that gothic look, right? Like right in the beginning. Yeah. Well, this kind yeah. of stuff, as I said, if you see it in in black and white, it really interesting. You yeah. Know, the the colors really are really interesting. Much, you know, kind of muted anyway. So it, you know, but the the contrasts are there. Right. 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 Copy that. I got some more shots here. Hold on a second. But yeah, Jay, any questions? Go ahead. No, all I can say is um, I just love uh, I just love the death scene in um, in uh, the the van where CJ <laughs> just grabs the girl and just rams the head like right through the through the wall, and you see the outline of her face like on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great above shot right here. There you go. Ah, <laughs> I just love it. It was a great. I love that above shot. That was really great. How'd you, you, know, pull, how'd you pull that shots, effect off? Those shots were uh, fortunate enough that those actresses and actors, including Tom Matthews, were underwater. Um, trusted me, maybe too much, but they trusted me beyond um, to do what I had to do. Uh, Darcy let me take her head physically and throw it into a camera lens, and at my power, forcibly stop and at the same time throw it her and i yeah. fought inside that makeshift bathroom she kicked the shit out of me in there with those legs um <laughs> she just went to work um but yeah. going back to you know the the stunts and everything with like tom matthews and i when we were underwater that night one whole yeah. night we were done with the shot um when we did this shot with darcy when it came time to do the above looking down where tom was shooting uh she was just an animal in there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> she just, <laughs> just, I got a good grip on her. So I wouldn't hurt her. And then I just, yeah. she just went crazy with those legs and stuff. It was a really seriously a nice job on her part. And then yeah. fortunately nobody in the film got hurt because there are several times I, I physically took people and moved them a little bit and including myself, nobody got hurt. And several of those shots, like Tom was saying, McLaughlin, that, there was money left over. Well, we were fortunate. Going through the wall was one take. Going through the door was one take. Flipping that wow. mobile home was one take. Um, because they're really to set up a, a wall. If I Tom 
mentioned to me the cost factor to set that wall going up through the uh, through the uh, cabin was tremendous just to reshoot it and get it set again. So we got lucky um, in all cases. Nobody got hurt. I didn't fall down, thank goodness, and embarrass myself. Uh, so I think there was some positivity, and that kept us all going motivation-wise. Nice. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, really great, memorable kills. I know I know, studio, and they're like, nah, it's too violent. But still, you made it work, Director Tom. You made it work. Like, it's just, it's great. I mean, you got to love this. It's one of my favorites right here. Ah, look at that. Yeah, my, my, my boom, brother. Boom, baby. My, my brother, Jim McLaughlin, who's a makeup artist guy, he, he made that heart. So I always say with a little bit of, uh, you know. Oh, uh, nice. You know, fam, family fun. <laughs> make me a heart. Yeah. But yeah, just great scene. That whole opening scene is, is just fantastic. This scene always cracked me up. This scene always cracked me up. Now, was this plan for every time Jason got up, it would be timed with the music score? Because it, <laughs> it always, it was a great scene. It was intense. Yeah. But if you watch the movie, it's like he's down, and then it's all like, Dana! and he gets shot again, and then, Dana! <laughs> like it was always time. Was that was that on purpose, or it just happened to be kind of time with the music score? Him getting well, up, that, that, you know, that's Harry Manfredini who did okay. all these, and you know the way he scored it. I I yeah. was trying to do you know sort of the classic. You know they're dead. No, they're not. You know, which is yeah. usually at the end of the movie. It's great. Um, and I just wanted to sort of like, is Jason playing possum? I mean, it's clearly not hurting him. We can't kill something's already dead. But it's yeah. like, you know, I just thought it would be sort of funny that he keeps blasting away <laughs> and laser for a second, and he's right back up again. You know, yeah. it, it, so it's it you know kind of always been that disgust scene. You know, did he really yeah, get hurt? Great. As far as yeah, I was concerned, no. It was all just kind of the fun of yeah, you know the genre. This is I enjoyed one, it. One of the tropes. Yeah, it's one of our favorite parts. And Jason X, they tried to do it, but they kind of failed. Though. <laughs> they kind of failed with that. Him kept kept getting up to the music. Uh, but yeah, it was it was done great in this movie. But it was it was hilarious and it was a lot of fun. But yeah, really a lot of great atmospheric shots in this movie too. Like just you know, you got the humor and you got the fun. But there's some dark, some really dark moments. Got, got to throw in a few scares for the yeah, fans. Of course, yeah, you know, yeah, it, it was know. it was always a horror movie regardless it just had yes. a sense of humor about a lot of it uh you know as did tom's movie you know returning living dead it's, you know, a lot of great gags and humor in it i don't know do you tom, i've always meant to ask you this tom did you did, when you guys were making it did you look perceive it more as a horror movie or as a comedy or literally both no it was i mean we played it just straight hardcore serious I think what that's what makes it so great, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, it's not a, it's really a, a dark. It's truly a dark comedy because you're not laughing at the characters; you're laughing at what's happening to the characters. Yeah. yeah. So I, you just can't believe what's happening. I mean, I've never felt the scene where we have the yellow corpse and he comes alive and gets animated. And we let him out of the thing out of the fridge and he comes running out and we're cutting his head off. Uh-huh. I mean, I was like laughing my ass, but like, I, but at the same time, I couldn't watch it because it was so gross and gory. I was so I've never felt that in a movie in my life. So I'm just like, oh my god, you know, just cranking my head back and forth. So I mean, it was just laced with all kinds of great stuff, and there's so many one moments and great one-liners and stuff. And I know oh, we yeah. played it, we played it 
dead on yeah. serious. I had I had no idea it was a comedy. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I had no idea that they were going to make it that way. I think yeah, yeah it's good. it's so good. Was it? Yeah. Watch your tongue, boy. If you if you like this job, like this job. That <laughs> <laughs> was an ad lib too. Believe it. Oh shit! It was an ad lib. Awesome. Awesome. So was, yeah, Dan O'Bannon. I mean, it was the, my first big part in a, in a, in a film and uh, just a great experience again, you know. Um, Dan O'Bannon, he was so gracious. He was also the writer and director, but uh, his first directorial uh, debut and he was just, it was truly a collaboration. I mean, every every day to the set, we would come up with stuff. And that, that low budget uh creative energy. I mean, there's so much to say for it because you, you just have to wing it on the spot a lot of times. It just creates these great moments and, and things like that. And it, it adds a certain energy, a creative energy to that, to the project. Some of these, you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollar budgets that they know they have their cranes and they have everything they need. It just uh, gets kind of saturated, you know, watered down a little bit, but yeah. The, the, yeah. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. And we also, we also on that movie, we also uh, we rehearsed for two weeks, which was huge. So yeah. wow. uh, the whole cast was, you know, it looks very natural, but it was really well rehearsed. And then we we went on top of that, and when we got on the set and just made it, you know, tweaked a little, made it a little bit better. But it was uh, it's a lot of fun. Nice, and it was nice. great. My character is such a great arc for a character, for an actor to play. I mean, to, to be a young, innocent, the punk rocker, and then you know, die, slowly die, and then become a, a, a brain a craving zombie, which is so much more <laughs> in, in an hour and a half. Right? <laughs> Just the arc of the character was so great. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, we can have another another whole panel episode. Uh, just with you, Mr. Matthews, yeah. talking about the movie. Maybe we'll save that for a future future episode. Uh, but chance have fun over this, here. I didn't get to see it until after I, you know, met Tom and worked with him. So when when he walked in, I had no frame of reference at all. He just came in and he was, you know, Tommy Jarvis to me. I mean, instantly casting. <laughs> you know, when yeah, Tommy- we we talked about that because I, I mean, a couple of years ago, I finally asked Tom. Uh, I said. Me being in Return of the Living Dead, did that have anything to do with me, you, know, you guys bringing me in to, to audition for uh, Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives? And he said, no. I said, oh. Because I, was, I was always curious about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, you were just... So I just got, you know, lightning struck, struck me twice, actually. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're usually <laughs> that when you're casting, you try to get other people from the same genre so that the fans will go, oh, yeah, that's the guy from, you know... Uh, but I literally was trying to find people that we had not seen before. Um, obviously, John Shepard had done Tommy in the previous movie. But, you know, I thought, you know, what I want to do with the character is so different than what John did with it. And Tom had all those skills as an actor. I mean, it was still just- today I have fans coming up and say, I didn't realize you were in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's take- like, wow, I love them both. I didn't realize it was, you know. Because uh, Freddie was more of a character, and it was, uh, but yeah, and literally only shot a year apart from each other. I mean, I, I didn't know. came out, and then we started shooting uh, Jason Live. So it's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, and did it actually come out before Friday came out? Uh, did it come out before? Yes, it did. Okay. In '85, I think we came out in '86. 
Orion put a lot of money behind it too. They spent like sixty million in, in prints and ads and stuff. They had a high wow. hopes. It's a makeup. I don't think it. Yeah, it must be. It must be awesome to be the star of uh, the best of both franchises. Well, it was a. Uh, nobody get, nobody gives a shit and... about uh, the Return of the Living Dead sequels. No one cares. They only <laughs> love the first one. <laughs> <laughs> As they should. And the uh, chat's having a blast over here. They're like, make way for the Lord of Voorhees. You guys are awesome. Really loving this panel. This is fantastic stuff, having all these badasses here. Send more cops. Send more paramedics. <laughs> yeah, chat's having a having a good time. This panel is fucking awesome. Really enjoying it. That's right. Oh, we got a Hell Cop fan. There you go, CJ. <laughs> Some Hell Cop shout-outs here. But, yeah, I just want to let you guys know that the chat's enjoying uh, the badassness here. Jay, do you have any other questions about uh, to, for Mr. Matthews or uh, anyone else? You know, like, we're kind of like one hour into this, and I'm still kind of fanboying out a little bit, so <laughs> I'm still trying to... That's why I'm doing like, all the talking here. Yeah, yeah, I'm still ahead. trying to get a grip of, like, reality here, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But, yeah, there's just so many good moments in this film. It, it is It is definitely yeah, my favorite. True. It's and it's not the thing is is I am not alone. There's a huge gigantic fan base. Everybody I talk to in the horror community when we talk about Friday the 13th, pretty much 90% of them all say that this is the this is their favorite in the franchise. There's like there's no there's no comparison. Like look at that artwork. You still have fans today. Yeah, this artwork's amazing. You still have fans today that are showing love uh you know, to this film and all the hard work, you know, props and and we we thank you guys, thank you for yeah. giving us all, giving us something uh, wonderful and, well, and Return of the Living Dead as well. Uh, I, I blame uh, Tom. I, I I blame Tom. I mean, you know, uh, it's very difficult to go into something and you have to have there's a formula and you have to hit those marks and to lace in there all of uh, uh, great Easter eggs and uh, all the bringing all the horror from way back when and then create a love story and then create a likable characters. And, and the cinematography was beautiful. I mean, it looked like a, I, I, I landed part six. So I went back and looked at one through five. I got to five and I was terrified. <laughs> oh. It didn't look good. I didn't like the story. It didn't, it didn't you know, it, it was questionable, yeah. so I was I was terrified. But Tom, kudos to you, man! You did a great job, and just uh, you know, the testament that people are still talking about it and coming up with some great artwork still from it. Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm just so impressed with what you guys, you know, have done with the visions. It's like shit. Where were you at the time we were doing the publicity? I mean, images <laughs> that are just incredible um, with all the cast faces and the things they do with. You know, Jason and, you know, in fact, that and anytime there's like articles, they usually use that iconic shot of where he turns around with the spear, you know, or the one like, you know, holding on to the machete with the arm, you yeah. know. So it's sort of like that's looked at as, OK, that's that's Jason. And I think it just happened at a time where that generation, you know, maybe didn't see it in the movies, but caught up with it, you know, on VHS or beta or, you know, yeah. whatever we were doing at that time. And it, it's just Never in a million years do you think it would have this kind of longevity, and, and probably bigger now than it, it was back in the eighties. The, the whole project, yeah. Series, yeah, 
I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, uh, just us as fans, we just wanted to say thank you to all three of thank you, you for all of the hard work. CJ, you are the fucking man. Thank I can't you. wait you to see man, you CJ. in uh, future stuff. Keep keep getting them hooks, slinging that hay. You know, yeah. keep being a badass. I can't wait to see what you'll be hooking in uh, <laughs> Director Tom's future projects. Uh, chat, all you badasses and horror fans and fans of film in general, thanks for watching us, all you teenage Frankensteins. And, thanks uh, for watching today. Before, before we go, now, uh-huh. uh, I I basically got into uh, Friday 6th when I was about 14 or 15, right? And uh, in school, my mind used to be somewhere else instead of focusing on the teacher and stuff. And I used to be, you know, in the corner just like drawing and stuff. And I actually found the drawing that I did when I was 15 and it was meant to be of uh, CJ coming back like after when the patella cut his neck and stuff. So I just kind of like, you know, just drew Jason. So. Oh, look at that. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's it. At a young age. Cryptic so, soul. Uh, so if you see uh, the paper, it's a little bit uh, crinkled and uh, basically the teacher saw what I was drawing and uh, saw uh, I wasn't paying attention, ripped the, the paper out, threw it in a bin after class. I just picked it back out, straight it back out and then just like put it into my collection. That's wow. Crazy. Crazy. And you had it all these years. How and awesome was that? And then who would have thought like on the second album, I would have got CJ to guest appear. <laughs> cool. There you go. There you go. That's, great. That's, great. That's right. But it's, again, yeah. uh, it was an honor. It's amazing have... how much, how much, how many people this your, your movie has, our movie has touched. It just uh, and it's inspired them, and for whatever feel, I, I can't even tell you how many people come up at, at the tables and we're at the horror conventions and say, "I'm a makeup artist because of this. I'm an actor because of this. I want to be a director because of this. it." Inspired. It's very inspirational. So again, Tom, thank you very much for. Having me be a part of it as well, it was just, uh, it's been fantastic. Well, Tom, you said the most important thing, because, you know, when I teach directing classes now or production classes, I go, you know what? It's not your movie. And the second you start calling, well, the director wants this, right? It's got to come out. It's our movie. Everybody's got to feel that they are part of this because it does not work. You know, it's it's absolutely. And and to have a, you know, a, a group that everybody cared, you know, added stuff. I mean, some of Tom Fridley's improv stuff was hysterical. You know, you just have to say, look, <laughs> they could come up with shit much better than I could. Right. Do it. You know, the way CJ yeah. did things because of his military training, just, you know, that was CJ. You know, I, you can't direct that. It's like, you got to know how to do that. So it's that blessing of having the right group of people. Well, it's, it's also, Tom, uh, yeah, I've worked with a lot of directors. It's also a director allowing, using the actors that he has as opposed to, making them, especially writer-directors, making them to stick to a certain word or a certain way it was written, you know, to let that go and let the creative juices flow. Because I've, I've done plenty of stuff where, no, you've got to say this this way in a, you know, a particular way and you can't add a, you can't add an extra line because they're so – they were working on it for years and years to get – but, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to let your baby go and then let someone else do their own thing. And that's – that's the best way to do it. Let the the actor bring their own what whatever they're comfortable in doing to the yeah. role, and, and you you being able to recognize that, and it's just uh, amazing. Oh, this it only makes the director look great. Yeah. <laughs> and if you make bad choices, it's like the director's fault. But it's to me, it's never the actors. It's always you know. It all becomes very organic, which is yeah. what you want in a movie. So. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, uh, before we wrap it up, was there anything you guys want to say to your fans? Best fans out there. The horror fans, man, they just keep yeah. on coming. They're like yeah. a swarm of bees, baby. They yeah. just keep coming. The three of us are going to be at, uh, the band's going to get back together and at the, the, for the love of horror in, in, uh, in Manchester in October. Yeah. So if anybody's out there, come on and come on and see us. <laughs> awesome. And, awesome. Uh, I, I have a very fortunate thing that I'm finally getting back onto the horse uh, in about two weeks. I'm going down to um, Tampa, Florida. Dan Merrick, who created Blair Witch, I'm sure everybody knows sure. Dan's work. Mm -hmm. He created a, a series called The Black Veil, which is all Southern Gothic. And of course, when I heard about that, I went, wow, can I get involved with that? And they go, yeah, absolutely. So he's got Jeffrey Reddick, who created the Final Destination series, uh, a, a bunch of directors and stuff. And we're all doing these half hour, you know, Southern Gothic stories. Wow. So finally, you know, back after 10 year you know, hiatus, most of it all being rock and roll. <clears throat> to get back and write and direct something with a heavy, heavy theme of racism, um, but done in a slightly different way and a scare element that I think is going to hopefully haunt people's nightmares for time to come. And I've been finding <laughs> like crazy to get the right makeup effects person to go in and create this thing. So it's fun, nice. you know, and it'll be, you know, obviously very low budget, five day shoot kind of thing. But I'm hoping Fine. at the end of the day, you know, it'll be part of a package of, you know, yeah. these really kind of that cool. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm Good excited. Luck with that. Yeah. So uh, before we wrap it up, chat over here saying, uh, giving her love to say thanks for an awesome movie. You guys rock. Uh, thank you for creating such a great film and sharing with us. Uh, thanks for an amazing movie. It, it goes on and on over here. <laughs> They're just showing their love to you guys. Uh, but yeah, this was a blast. This was an honor to have the three legends. Uh, we we had two legends, and then the third one just said, "No, no, 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 motherfuckers, I'm I'm coming too, damn it. I'm coming to hang out with the party and talk That's about great. the the best in the series." Uh, and this was a, this was a great. You guys are always welcome to come back here. Make this your second home. We're gonna come back here and just talk film. Could be any genre. Or plug any future projects. Uh, make this your second home. So you guys are always welcome to come back here to hang out and talk. And uh, again, looking forward to all your future projects coming out. Chat, Movie Dojo Army, Horror Fans, Teenage Frankensteins. We'll see all you badasses next time. Take care, guys. <laughs>